In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. One hundred years ago, on August the 13th, 1917, three children in Portugal were afraid. In May of that year, a beautiful lady from heaven had appeared to them, telling them to return each month on the 13th day. And they had not missed any of these holy appointments until now. On August 11th, the mayor of the Fatima district had kidnapped Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta so that they were not free to go and meet the Lady from Heaven. Just like long ago, the leaders of Jerusalem had placed Roman soldiers to guard the tomb of Christ, thinking that in this way they could prevent his resurrection. So also had these civil authorities of Fatima thought that they could stop the phenomena of these apparitions. The children were afraid to disappoint the Lady from Heaven. But soon after their release, the Holy Virgin Mary appeared again to them on the following Sunday, August 19th, in a different place. And her message, Mary said, pray, pray very much. Continue to say the rosary every day. Make sacrifices for sinners. Many souls go to hell because no one is willing to help them with sacrifice. Today, 100 years later, how do we react to this message from heaven for our times? Do we react like the Pharisee in today's gospel? Or do we respond to Mary's message in the manner of the publican? In each of the Fatima apparitions, Mary repeatedly invites us all to repent from sin and to make reparation. Reparation means offering up prayer and loving sacrifice to please and placate the God whom we have offended. However, like the Pharisee in the parable, so many people today think that we have no pressing need for repentance and reparation. As if such acts are overstatements of exaggeration. The Pharisee says that he is good enough. He doesn't commit any sin. His works are already sufficient. So he really doesn't need to do anything more. In the same way, many of us today may be tempted to think that we are good enough. We are not such bad people. We do not lie, cheat, and steal. We haven't killed anyone. So there is no need to be fanatical about confession or making acts of reparation. Isn't chicken soup for the soul sufficient for our spiritual diet? And so, by minimalizing spirituality to mere emotion or minimalizing it to get a false sense of security, we become blind to ourselves. We fall into the 
self-complacency, which leads to spiritual indifference. A sleepy laziness, which disregards the challenge of holiness to which Jesus is inviting us each and every day. At Fatima, Mary warns us that God is gravely offended by the immoral fashions and customs of the day. But also, we are reminded of the danger of lukewarmness and tepidity. That spiritually dangerous desire only to do the strict minimum, only to just get by. Mary is constantly inviting us to a deeper conversion to Christ. And so Jesus sends her to us at Fatima so she can remind us to pray that we must stop offending the God who loves us so much and that we must make sacrifices for our sins. But how many times, like the Pharisee, how many times do we have turned a deaf ear, downplaying our faults, making little excuses, lulling ourselves into a false sense of spiritual security. Mary is warning us about compromising with what could be for us dangerous attachments in today's culture and virtual world. Under the guise of entertainment, fun games, we must beware of sorcery and the occult, of desensitivity to violence, lust and crude language, all of which can be subtly harmful to our spiritual life and to the souls, minds and imaginations of our children. The parable of the Pharisee warns us today about excusing and rationalizing with ourselves to the point of taking the Fatima message too lightly, of not taking it seriously. Therefore, let us strive to be like the publican, admitting our sins, begging God for forgiveness, and trying to fix the mess and perhaps the mayhem which our faults and failings have caused in the life of our family and in the lives of those around us. So, owning up to our own sins and making reparation for them, but also making reparation for those of others. Did you notice how in the parable, the Pharisee says that his neighbor is really not his problem. He cannot be bothered to help people with their issues. He judges others, not in order to lend a helping hand, but rather seeking to justify his own spiritual complacency. He looks down upon them into, in order to bolster his own prideful esteem of himself. So Fatima reminds us that just as we cannot be indifferent to God, we cannot be indifferent to our neighbor. But we have a certain spiritual responsibility for the souls of other people around us. No one goes to heaven alone. And no one goes to hell alone either. Fatima then is calling us to be instruments of God's mercy. Instruments of God's mercy for others. By prayer, sacrifice, and good example. To be engaged actively for the spiritual good of the people we meet each day.
to have a spiritual ripple effect upon those people we come in contact with. If the publican, St. Matthew, could convert and become an apostle and evangelist, there is indeed hope for everyone. The prayer of the rosary works conversions. By the rosary, we can become better examples of virtue. Its graces can make us spiritual stepping stones for others. If with humility and love we use our prayers and sacrifices to pay the spiritual debts of others because of their sins, then God will be more merciful to us in forgiving our own sins. And finally, sorrow for sin does not make us sad, but rather it brings us peace of soul and a joy of heart which this world cannot give. Fatima is a message of hope. Through prayer and sacrifice, we prodigal sons and daughters will experience the power and the joy of being forgiven by God, our loving Father. We need the encouragement which Fatima is offering to us because our spiritual failures embarrass us, because our Weaknesses often rob us of the energy we need to get back up again. We must beware of a certain pride, it is truly a pride, which says, I really cannot be forgiven. What's the use of trying again and again? Spiritually, I am just no good, and I will never get better. And how many times... We have thought the same thing about other people, about a family member, a spouse, a child. Have we perhaps treated them as lost causes? In those moments, let us remember the words of today's collect. God shows his almighty power in the greatest way by showing forgiveness and mercy to us sinners. Remember that the publican in the parable is not lying prostrate on the, on the ground, but rather he is standing up. True repentance means that we have the humility, the humility to cooperate with God's powerful forgiveness. We have the humility with God's help to get up and to rise up again when we have fallen. So we can believe in the power of God's grace to triumph over the evil of sin because He's given us Mary Immaculate as our mother. And this week we'll be celebrating the Assumption in just a couple of days. The Assumption reminds us that finally the Immaculate Heart of Mary will triumph and that God's grace is so powerful we must not underestimate it but believe in the power of grace to convert ourselves as miserable as we are and convert the hearts of those people around us. So let us be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Part of the Fatima solution. Instruments of mercy, offering up prayer and sacrifice, and good example, especially by our patience, with our neighbor around us. In this way, we can be, participate in that spiritual ripple effect of grace in our world. 
and with renewed confidence. Renewed confidence because of Mary's assumption, which we are about to celebrate. Let us turn to Mary for her help. Our Lady of Fatima is reminding us that even if we have fallen again and again, even if our confessions, although sincere, are often repetitious, even if we have failed again and again in that well-intentioned resolution to pray the rosary daily, Mary reminds us at Fatima that she is always there with us as a mother, that she never abandons us, that she is always there to with outstretched hands, ready to pick us up again when we have fallen. She is there patiently waiting for us so that she can help us to get up and we can continue hand in hand with her on the journey to heaven. And so, let us learn about Mary. Let us invoke Mary. Let us try to imitate Mary, especially in these next three days when we prepare for her assumption. She will bring light to our darkness. She will bring hope to our discouragement. She will bring conversion and peace of soul to us and to those around us so that like the repentant publican, we can finally arrive safe and sound in heaven. With Jesus, Mary and Joseph, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost,